five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the WDMA, searching the world for direct marketing news to help you every day. And I thank you for your support. And if you want to support more, go over to WDMA.org. But let's go to the news. Here we go. You know that feeling? When you're out of data and you're out of control? But not with EE. With state-connected data, you can keep using essential apps like WhatsApp and Maps, even when you've run out. Nice. Count on EE to make your data go further. Only on the UK's best network. Search EE Stay Connected Data. Okay, so EE is the UK's best connected e network. Okay, so even when you're out of data, you can still get your mapping to work because that is a problem. You know, if you just don't have any data and it won't let you have any more, a lot of plans in the U.S., just drop you down to a low, lower speed so your mapping and that sort of thing works. And what kind of a person just lets themselves run out of data? <laughs> I don't know what my data is, but it was last I looked it was 27 2.7 gigs out of 4 out of 4 gigs and it it resets tomorrow. <laughs> I got mint. Remember I did the show on mint? Yeah, I went and got mint and it seems to work just about as well as anything I've ever had. So uh, if you want mint, let me know, <laughs> and I'll get a referral, and you can support WDMA. <laughs> anyway, oh, we're going to talk about the. Uh, let's talk about the the uh, the Kevin Bacon ad. Okay, so here's the Kevin Bacon ad, and it it draws a parallel between the knot in your stomach that a company's running out of data and the skydiving tumbling sky, <laughs> ready to die skydiving <laughs> i don't think they're the same uh but i could imagine let's see no it's definitely not the same the, every time i try uh, imagining tumbling through the air and dying uh i wouldn't be thinking about cell phone data <clears throat> And cell phone data just doesn't give me that kind of thrill. <clears throat> Sorry. But anyway, I thought it was pretty funny, and it made a good case, and it was well done in, not in three minutes. Okay, now let's get to one I wanted to get to yesterday, but decided to spare you the extra time. And so, Pigs in Your Marketing Strategy by Christopher S. Penn. I'm not sure how I got that. I guess I'm on his newsletter, and I happen to open it, so... Uh, and you can see the newsletter on YouTube. <clears throat> He's a social. I don't know. I don't know Christopher. But anyway, this is really excellent. Pigs in your marketing strategy. Uh, one of the most useful frameworks for marketing strategies is something he calls pigs. Okay, and it's a derivation of several works over the years, all the way from Saint Elmo, E. Saint Elmo Lewis, or Luis. AIDA framework, which is attention, interest, desire, action. <clears throat> and of course, if you don't know that one, that's one you should really look up. I didn't realize it went back to 1898, which is kind of neat, you know, 125 years ago or so. Wow, that's something. But pigs is his variant because it's more fun to say. And I think it's pretty good that he came up with it. Um, so problem, impact, 
general solution, specific solution. You know, the, the problem is, is that there's an implicit assumption that if you have a problem and if you're offered a solution, that you'll act. And, and St. Elmo doesn't make that mistake. There's a famous, he was named after a famous no, character in a novel called St. Elmo. And um, they say that Brett, Brent, is it Brent, Brett? No, Rhett. Rhett Butler was was named was patterned after this character back from the 1880s, so or 70s or something. It was one of the most popular books in the in the 19th century. Anyway, <clears throat> so the first challenge is what what is the problem the customer has? And there's an old saying that you know when you're trying to put a hole in something, you don't need a drill, you need a hole. And there's a lot of things you can put a hole in. You can use to put a hole through something. <clears throat> a lot of things. But you really want a hole. That's what you're looking for. And there's better things and worse things. Does the customer understand they have a problem? Not necessarily. Problem awareness is one of the biggest blind spots for self-centered marketers because we assume that everyone knows what the problem is. And I think I have that problem. I didn't know I had that problem until I read this article. I think I have the problem with assuming that you that you know that your data is garbage. <laughs> I broke down and made the webinar from last Friday or last Thursday. I made it public because the link wasn't working on YouTube that I was giving everybody. I'd already given it away to dozens and dozens of people. And, and Jonathan uh, sent me a note saying that it wasn't working. And so, you know, the limit, that never works on YouTube. It never works for me. You know, you can have a private link. You can have an unpublished link. That's what I picked. And you can have a public link. And... The unpublished is supposed to be, if you send them the link, it'll work, but it didn't, so I made it public, and then it worked. Um, so one of the issues with spinning straw into gold is that people don't realize, because they haven't done deep enough analysis, they don't realize how much garbage is in their data, right? So one of the first things we do when we get data is we run it through some, some uh, simple data hygiene, see how many dupes are in it. You know, see how many undeliverable addresses are in it, right? And then once we load the transactions, then we make our own um, RFM type scoring in a mu mu multiple dimensions to show that there's a lot of dead people in there that they think have decent RFM scores. We oftentimes <clears throat> do an initial mailing with their RFM scores versus the ones we come up with. And with Park Seed, I think we beat their beat their uh, revenue per piece by 160% the first drop when we went head-to-head -head against their scoring method versus ours. So there can be significant gains, 160% more, that's more than double, the revenue per piece. And that translates into our, our side was profitable, theirs wasn't. So in a sense, if you compared profit per piece, ours was infinitely better because theirs wasn't profitable at all. Um, whereas ours was. And so we, we dramatically helped them. And I need to get that into some of these talks I've been doing. So anyway, if if you're not getting enough leads, then probably people don't realize that they have a problem. And data is kind of like that. If you don't want to open the data and look at it, which who wants to, uh, then that's where you start. The second challenge is the impact. What is it costing you? And like I said, in, in the case of Park Seed, uh, which is a recent client, um, in the case of Park Seed, it was, uh, well, it was the difference between profitability of their customer file and unprofitability. 
and um, and finally they you know they hired a bunch of data digital data people and went all digital and I hope they survive that most or many companies don't uh, and I hope they give me a call when they decide that digital alone isn't the answer but anyway <clears throat> so what's the impact if you do nothing the impact might be the end of your company that's what happens a lot people cancel their mailing they go all digital and before they realize it the comp customers they're generating are maybe 25% of the value of the of the mail generated customers <clears throat> they pull back the prospecting they generate very very worthless customers but they don't realize it for a year or two and then it's too late <clears throat> okay there's an impact if you don't solve the problem if you can't communicate the impact the need to solve the problem then your marketing is going to fail excellent point the, the beginning of this is really good but I think it should be pigs ah <laughs> for action this still needs to be call to action okay the general solution okay that there is a solution there are some people making money with data there aren't a lot but there are some and we've made money with data with a lot of people and so if you're if you really believe that you have a lot of data I mean we're, we're, we're working with a retailer now and they sent us their data and they they thought they had about 12,000 mailable names and we we found about 122,000 and and very low dupe rate, very clean, um, very close around the, the retail stores. And, uh, you know, and they, they had been renting names, but they decided against that because they couldn't see the impact, partly because they weren't used. They weren't generating an offer. They didn't offer anything. They didn't they didn't take that action step. And so now we're ready to start again, maybe today. And uh, we've been working on it for about six months, but we need to pull the trigger. We need to take action. That action step is not taken for granted. So show them that there's a general solution, but then why are you, why are you the answer to their problem? Okay? The specific solution, us. And in our case, the answer is because we have probably the longest proven track record. I would guess we're by far the 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 most experienced modelers in direct mail. You know, 40 years of consulting experience, but we started doing our first modeling in 1994. <clears throat> so that's coming up on 30 years of absolutely valuable modeling, making millions of dollars for people. Now, modeling isn't the only solution. We've also developed a lot of analytics, simple analytics that you can understand. So, um so marketers are most comfortable talking about themselves, which I guess that's probably true. If you watch my webinar, that's probably about all I did. But um, if you're losing out, if you're losing to named competitors all the time, the customer understands the problem, the impact, the general solution, but they don't pick you as the specific problem, as the specific solution. Okay, then maybe you're not conveying the benefits of your product, right? Maybe not. All understandable I think that's probably our biggest benefit that I taught Dick Cabela about modeling and this everybody said don't even try because he hates computers but there are answers and the answers are available <clears throat> so uh, you need to you need to take the time to learn and if if you're using modeling tools that are completely opaque that you can't understand that they don't tell you 
you know, one of our great clients um, said that we that that another company beat us in a head-to-head test in modeling. Now they had a piece of variable, a piece of information that we were supposed to have, but were never given. And I begged for it, and they promised it for two years. And then they went to the company that makes that piece of information, and it's not a surprise to me that they beat us. Um, but I asked him, well, you know, what do you think it was? And they said, well, they have their secret sauce. So they didn't tell you how their model worked or what it was, what it was doing? No, they didn't tell us. They won't tell us. Okay, so another benefit is that we show you why it's working or why we think it's working or why we think this variable matters. And that lets you leverage it into other areas of your company, into your digital and into your other advertising. Uh, into your TV advertising. That's what that's what the case study with Lovesack is about. And uh, I actually been digging into that because we're going to add that to the third edition. And here's some of the postcards. Like this is a postcard, and you can't see it, but this is a postcard with kids sitting on the couch, and a dog, and candy everywhere, and popcorn, and a big huge mess. And that one I thought was going to be the best. And it says the only 100% machine washable couch. Dog-friendly, junk-food-friendly, kid-friendly. I thought that was going to win. But I think it was a little too specific. And the one that won was not that. But I was sure that was going to win. And that's why we test. Because sometimes even the best and most experienced marketers don't get the one that resonates with the market. And with proper testing, which we're going to talk about tomorrow, you can find out who resonates with the market. So I also put down here, over here, so... So your marketing campaigns should have elements of each of the pig's stages in the market and call to action. Try to get, should be an offer. If it doesn't have an offer, it's really not test, it's very difficult to test it, okay? Um, and so A is important, and, I, and I'm not going to let go of A. But that said, uh, we're having a meetup up in Minneapolis on the 8th of September, uh, which is a Thursday, 6 p.m. in Minnetonka. And we're going to have another one in Boston the next week, September 14th, at, uh, at the uh, Namoa Conference. And time yet to be determined. I haven't looked at the schedule yet. We usually do it. Usually there's a little cocktail party or something and uh, get together on, on the first night. And then after that, we go over to the bar and have a beer if you want to or water or whatever you want. And we talk direct marketing just off to the side. I'll be wearing my Wisconsin hat so that you know who I am in case we've never met and uh, and we always have a great time you know and uh, oftentimes there's uh, Wisconsin had the most attendees I think year after year after after year maybe second only to mini to uh, Massachusetts where you know it was really founded the New England mail order association or something like that and but Wisconsin for sure when it was in the Chicago area Wisconsin always led the field and Wisconsin often is really represented out in Boston as well. So look for you there. Mark your calendar the evening of the 8th and the night of the 14th in September. And we're going to have some great person-to-person meetups. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Bye-bye.